0: Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild.
1: Here on this mountain, top. Oh, 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 I got some I got some news to tell, oh, oh, about
0: some Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, joined by co-host Aaron Keller. And today we have our wildlife education coordinator, Julie Bless, joining us. We also have two of our all-stars here at Endow. They are our AmeriCorps, Amanda Mulholland and Claire Clark. Amanda, did I say that right? (laughs) Yeah, you did. You got it right. Awesome. I was like, I think I got this. Um, And like I said, you two, you help us in so many ways. So we wanted to actually, with this podcast, take a look at our AmeriCorps program. So thank you all three for joining us today on Zoom. We're back on Zoom. Um, Julie, I wanna just kick it off with you and have you explain the program just for people who don't know what an AmeriCorps is.
2: Yeah, so AmeriCorps is a national community service and volunteer program. And it's been around for quite a while. As the program is today, like as it is created today, it was uh, created in 1994, but aspects of AmeriCorps, like the AmeriCorps VISTA program, which stands for Volunteers in Service to America, was actually established in the 60s. So this is not a new program. It is a federal national program, and it has received bipartisan support throughout the years, and the goal of this program is to encourage people to serve their communities. And they do this through a variety of programs. Some focus on addressing poverty in their communities, some focus on addressing veteran services in their communities, and then many like ours that focus on wildlife and the environment. So our AmeriCorps that we have here, Amanda and Claire, uh, they are service members. And so they are serving a designated term of service that they get compensated for with a stipend that is not as large as we would like it to be. Um, And if they complete the uh, agreed upon minimum amount of service hours, they also receive an education award that can go directly to tuition payments or to student loans. And so our members here, so we have two in Reno, two in Las Vegas, and then one in Elko. So we have AmeriCorps service members all throughout the state. But our members are actually a part of a, lo- a larger cohort of AmeriCorps members that are based out of Reno under the Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation, or TMPF. So TMPF actually does the bulk of the legwork for this program And there are several other AmeriCorps that work under this same program for other environmental education organizations, such as Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful, Envirolution, and I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of other ones, but there are a bunch of other organizations that are in Reno. So we use this same program, and we have a partnership with TMPF, but we put our members throughout the state. The goal of our members and through this cohort is to educate K through 12 students on wildlife and the environment and our conservation education programming aligns really well with that uh, with their goals so we're able to host these members Um, and this program we do pay TMPF for this program and we utilize our license plate dollars. And so if you have if, if you have purchased a conserved wildlife license plate, your fees are going to fund this amazing program that's getting our members out into the community throughout the entire state of Nevada. And as you will see through this podcast, hopefully, how amazing these young people are that are doing great things for our communities and for wildlife through all of our programming that Con Ed does.
0: Exactly, and we wanted to highlight them, but that's why we brought you on, Julie, because you could just speak to the importance, what the program is, and how it's funded. So you were saying that uh, that's good for people to know when they buy those license plates. I mean, we try to get that information out there that that funding goes back into conservation, but that's one of the ways, Julie, that it goes back is that's how we get our AmeriCorps.
2: Yes, exactly. So if you purchase a license plate the first time you get a fee and then every year you pay a fee and that fee goes to pay for this program. Awesome. And then
0: before we move on to them, could you just what I mean, clearly they work under your program, which is why we wanted you on here. Um, just could you You said it a little bit already, but just explain how much they help you and all of our wildlife educators, really.
2: It is so much. um, And it's not just Wildlife Ed. They do a lot of other stuff for us. Um, I know Claire was out doing creel surveys in Las Vegas, and Amanda is a beaver dam remover extraordinaire at Maintaining those areas, so they help with all of our classroom education programming and this year, of course, that was all virtual, which was a huge challenge and they all took that in stride, but um, being able to reach several tens of thousands of students a year would really not be possible without these members that they, these are not, these are not um, people that need to be heavily supervised they're out doing these programs by themselves. Representing the agency and um, their professional individuals with lots of credentials. And um, it's a really great way to get your foot in the door, too. This is a great first step. I was in AmeriCorps when I was in college. um, And it's a great way to get that experience. And like I said, like it is not, this is not. your average internship program, because these are people that are expected to be operating pretty um, individually and very trusted as well.
0: Exactly. What great hands-on experience. And plus, I mean, look at Julie today, a shining superstar. (laughs) She started as an AmeriCorps. Uh, Well, that brings us to Amanda and Claire. i I don't even know which one of you to start with. We're just so excited to have you on. I don't think we've ever had an AmeriCorps um, with Endow on specifically to talk about the program. So um, Amanda, I guess we could start with you. Could you tell us one where you're located and just how, how did you end up as an AmeriCorps for Endow?
3: Um, so I'm based out of the Valley Road office in Reno. Um, I started out being a volunteer initially um, and then when the position opened up the following year, I decided I was going to kind of go for it. I was still in college at the time, but thankfully um, Jessica Castle was able to work with my schedule um, and I graduated that fall. So it wasn't like there was a lot, most of my term I was in college. Um, but then I graduated college and was able to dedicate myself full time to the position, which definitely helped. Um, we do a lot uh out of Oxbow Nature Study Area, which is um, off of Dickerson Road in Reno. Uh, We do a lot of like maintenance with them and we lead field trips there. We also go into into classrooms and do programming with them. Um, When I was first starting out as a volunteer, I helped a lot with the Trout in the Classroom project, um, which is so much fun. Um, It's just teaching kids how to basically follow along the trout life cycle as they raise these trout from eggs into fry in the classroom. Um, And that's kind of how I started out. (laughs) So you've been
0: with us for a bit now and you've done a lot. I always hear your name. You're just one of us. (laughs) I feel like this
3: is actually my second term. Um, So I've already completed one full term and then um, the ending of my last term was kind of when coronavirus started. So we shifted a lot from this in-person based service Trying to accommodate for this now online um, based pro- programming, which was an interesting shift to see, but it is nice, like kind of getting back in person again. And um, but now we have both; we're doing in person and online programming. So it's it's been a lot, but it's been fun.
0: That's good. So uh, people can see you on our webinars too, right? On
3: YouTube, yeah, definitely. Our Yeah, yeah. Got a few different webinars up on there, mainly like birding themed because I do love birds. So I've got like wondrous woodpeckers and like birds of the Truckee River um, that I've done. Nice,
0: Claire, what about you? Where are you located and can you tell us some of the stuff you worked on?
4: Yeah, so I'm currently working out of the Las Vegas office and I got involved because like Amanda, I was also a volunteer prior to this. Um, Unfortunately, I was working a lot and still doing school stuff. So I didn't get a chance to do as much in-person volunteering as I wanted. And then my schedule opened up and the pandemic hit. So I kind of had just a little short window of time where I was able to volunteer and do the wildlife education programs. And during that time, Nicole, our volunteer coordinator down here had sent an email to let everybody know that this position, the AmeriCorps position was opening up. And I thought that was my perfect way to finally get involved. And that summer I had also read an article that the Wildlife Society had put out in their quarterly publication. um, And they were interviewing the director of Endow, and it was just really inspiring. And seeing that passion and vision that the agency had, I thought, this is where I want to be. So I applied for that AmeriCorps position and got it. Um, We've had some changes and it hasn't been all in person as Amanda was saying, Um, but we have had the chance to kind of shift our programs to the virtual setting. So we've got our Know Your Nevada for fourth grade students. We've done tons and tons of webinars and really taken that in-person programming and found a way to still continue that virtually. Um, As we are now shifting into more in-person activities, we've had the opportunity to do um, like some fishing clinics. So we've been out at our local ponds around town teaching people how to fly fish. Um, Just this week, we've been at community centers and we've had the chance to help students in summer camps become junior anglers. So we're able to finally do all the really great fun stuff. It's all fun, but now we get to do it face to face and it's been really exciting to do that.
0: Exactly. What a crazy year to start (laughs) as an (laughs) area.
4: But what's cool is
0: with those virtual webinars, it actually gives more people a chance to tune in. So you may have been talking to more people than you even would have in classes.
4: Absolutely. Um, We start our webinars and kind of um, ask where people are from, get that little warm up going. And we've seen people from all across Nevada, all across the country. Even across the globe we've had people tune in from the philippines and canada and it's really exciting to see um everybody get involved and get excited about that kind of stuff
0: yeah that is i had no idea we were reaching people in other countries <laughs> that's pretty cool
3: um well we're one thing add- to kind of oh do you, if oh. you mind one thing to add to that oh of um, course it's always fun when people from outside of the country kind of join us because they're always so excited to learn about the species that we have here because they know a lot about like their local species but learning about like North American wildlife is something else for them so they're always super excited to tune in for that.
0: Exactly completely different from what the species they see every day (laughs) so very cool we're we're gonna take a quick break right there but we will be right back you're listening to Nevada Wild.
4: To you on. You on. Long to you on.
0: if you enjoy listening to our podcast leave us a review on itunes and soundcloud for more information on hunting fishing boating and all things wildlife go to endow.org now back to the show Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we are joined by our AmeriCorps. We have Amanda Mulholland and Claire Clark joining us to talk about the program. Before the break, Julie explained what it is exactly and you guys told us a little bit about what you do. Um, We wanted to hear, have there been any highlights that you guys want to talk about? Um, Claire, we could start with you.
4: Uh, we have a lot of great opportunities to try and develop new programs. And as I mentioned, doing this shift to virtual and kind of hybridizing everything. And one of the really fun projects that Michelle, my counterpart down here in Las Vegas, and I had been working on is the Wildlife Badges Project. So, this was something that we designed, um, and it's something that teachers can participate in with their students, and they'll complete three activities and then receive a badge Um, right now we have three different badges that you can work on there's reptile flora and safety and first aid so each of those different topics has three separate activities and we've catered those activities for each grade level so we've got our k through two three through five six through eight and then high school and Each of these activities will help students get to know some of the animals and plants that are in their communities and in their environments. And they'll have fun games that they can play and kind of these thought provoking activities to just really get to know those habitats that they're in. So we're piloting this for the upcoming school year and we're trying to get some feedback from teachers and we'll use that feedback to finish off our remaining three badges so ultimately we're going to have six badges that teachers can use for their students Um, again it's a lot of fun and at the end of that they can receive an actual badge and a certificate of completion
0: very cool and that goes to show some of the i mean work in teachers classrooms and the programs your kids in schools are working on. If you're listening to this podcast, that's done by our AmeriCorps. So that sounds like a very cool program.
1: Amanda, any highlights
0: for you?
3: Um, Well, whenever people mention highlights, I always get thrown back to this one presentation that I did for a classroom. Um, There was a group of little girls when we walked into the classroom who were super excited that we were there and the rest of the class hadn't entered yet. Um, And they asked us what we were doing there. And we told them, you know, we're with the Department of Wildlife and we're going to teaching you guys about bats today. And one of the little girls kind of just looked at me and was like, bats aren't real. And I was like, what? (laughs) She's like, yeah, bats are like vampires. They're not real. And so I like pull out this box of like bat mounts. And I was like, oh, no, these are actually some of the bats we have here in Nevada And they looked at it and they're like, oh my gosh, this girl has dead bats as the classroom walks in. And that's kind of like how I got to introduce myself was I was the lady with the dead bats. Um, But it was super fun. Uh, The kids definitely enjoyed the program. We had a a build a bat program that goes along with it, where we talk about the differences between micro and mega bats. And the kids get to dress up to look like um, a micro or a mega bat. So they have like these giant ears on or these tinier ears on or... You know differences between our, our micro and mega bats, which is really fun program to do um we kind of adjusted it we did like build a bird um when we first switched to our online uh kind of setting um, so instead these kids get to pick like a different beak or a different you know where they want their eye placement on their bird and what kind of feathers they want um and that one's always been super fun to do with the kids because afterwards we have them bring their drawings up to the cameras to show us you know, what bird they've created. And they've always come up with such, like, fun names. Like, there was this one bird who they thought of, like, magpies and how they like shiny things. So this bird was, like, the super stealer bird who would come around and steal your jewelry off of you and go hide it in their nest. So it's just really fun to see what the kids come up with Um and to just kind of engage their creativity while also getting them engaged with our wildlife as well. I love that,
0: and how you've
3: kept it going, even in the virtual setting. (laughs) Yeah, Um, definitely. Um, We've also got our um, Nevada Wild Discovery Box program that we were doing, which was like a summer camp um, activity, where each week we had a different theme. It was like mammals, or birds, or habitats. I can't remember the last one. Insects, um, or insects. And so I I did a lot for that um, kind of designing what the lessons were going to be and then after we got to a certain point kind of turning it over to everyone else um, for them to build on those lessons and that was like a four week long program that we did that had some pretty good attendance Um, we definitely had some kids that attended all four weeks you know shout out Ava and Nova Um, I don't know why they'd be listening to this they're like six years old but they were definitely awesome um, and attended almost every single week and it was great to have some of those regulars Um, but it was awesome to see kind of what the kids created. Uh, we had like a nest building program and then we had some that were like all about different beak adaptations um, our insects we talked about difference between insects and arachnids um, so we've definitely got a ton of programs that we were doing for that discovery wild summer camp um, and i hope that we kind of continue next year if not like in person then also virtually because um, this was our virtual based uh, summer camp and it, it went off without a hitch nice and yeah
1: that's uh, great i uh, I just the creativity that's coming out of your guys' positions is it's insane like the wildlife education can go in so many different directions and um they sound like such fun programs to both to teach or to instruct and then also for the kids or for the even for the teachers to be they can you know advance that or take it to the next level and Julie, how important or how cool has that been to have kind of a creative workforce or like these these awesome educators?
2: Yeah, it's the best because we have to think up so many different things. So it's nice to have like 10 brains in the room instead of five. And like one program that AmeriCorps play a huge role in is our Nevada Knockout program, and that is so creative that it's like the more brains we can have shouting out ideas and like don't get me wrong we get heated, but it is good just having more brains, more brains more better like everything it makes everything better.
0: I know I'm about to, when we end this podcast, run to Vasey's office. That's our supervisor and see if I could get an AmeriCorps to help me with ideas. Because <laughs> you guys are so creative and do such great things.
1: I bet uh, you could have a brainstorming session with this crew and they could probably come up with some really cool ideas for
0: you. Exactly. And then help me execute those ideas.
1: <laughs> yep. You know, and for the second year in a row, we have an award winner. Amanda, do you want to talk about the award that you that you just found out about?
3: Yeah, um, I won the Point of Light Award from Nevada Volunteers. Um, super excited to learn that! I just learned yesterday um, that I had won the award. Um, Jessica Wolf, our urban wildlife coordinator, was the one who nominated me for the position. Um, so thank you for doing that. Um, I was super excited to hear about it. It's basically an award. Um, for volunteers that have, you know, outstanding service as well as being like committed, um, being consistent, so always showing up and stuff. And this is my second term, my third year overall um, working with the Department of Wildlife. So it was it was really nice to get received some recognition for that, um, and and I get to have a, a little, I get to meet the governor and get a little certificate from him um, for this award. And I'm super excited to go down and do that. Um, I think it's towards the end of August, if not start of September. I'm still waiting on the email with the details in it.
1: Well, congratulations. Very well deserved.
3: Thank you.
0: Very well deserved. That's so exciting, two years in a row, and you guys are representing Endow well.
3: (laughs) Yeah, the previous winner was uh, Scout Kirby, who had served with me last year. Um, And she is an amazing AmeriCorps, so she definitely deserved the award as well.
0: And then you said Jess Wolf Um, nominated you, right? which yes. she is our urban wildlife coordinator who a ton of people call if you ever have wildlife in your yard or anything like that. She always gets those calls and she was an
3: AmeriCorps, so. Yes, she was in my position. Um, and then Jess Castle wasn't in my position. She wasn't an Endow AmeriCorps, but she was also an AmeriCorps member as well. Um, so it really is one of those great ways to kind of get your foot in the door and start your career um, as in the wildlife field or just the environmental field in general. Exactly.
0: Well, in our last few minutes here, I wanted to talk to both of you. I mean, you've talked about all the awesome work you've done. Julie's explained how important it is to have you guys. Um, where? What do
4: you see in your future, Claire? Um, so ultimately, I do want to work here at the Nevada Department of Wildlife. Um, I'm working on a Fish and Wildlife Science bachelor's right now. Um, so the way this will line up, like with second AmeriCorps term and some seasonal positions. I'm hoping that wah passes and opens up a lot of jobs and I'll be graduating at the same time. Um, but I would just really love to join the endow team either in the conservation education side of things or um, even on a biologist side.
0: Well, we've loved having you and I'm happy to hear you're doing a second term too
3: as AmeriCorps. Amanda, what about you? Um, Well, I'm still not really sure. I really love the Department of Wildlife um, team, specifically the education team. You know, I've gotten in pretty well with all of them. Um, They're all great people to work with, Um, so I'm kind of hoping that something will open up where I can stick around in the education um, branch, if not. Uh, I've looked at a few conservation aid positions, um, so I'm hoping that I can kind of stick around, even if it is part-time and seasonal. I do love the Department of Wildlife and kind of what what they stand for, um, so I really hope that I can continue with them.
0: Well, thank you for everything you've done, and again, congratulations on your award. Um, Julie, do you want to talk about, we have a minute or so left, just to talk about how people could get involved, because I'm sure a lot of people will be interested after hearing this.
2: Yes. So unfortunately, Claire and Amanda's terms are ending, which Claire is joining us for another year. And Amanda's already capped out. So unfortunately, she can't stay on. So we are looking for um, some new AmeriCorps to join us in September. And if people are interested in applying, we have positions in Reno, Las Vegas, and Elko. If they just want to send me an email, that would be the easiest. It's jbless, B-L-E-S-S at endow.org.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you all three for being here. It was awesome to highlight our AmeriCorps program and showcase the work you do. And thank you, Julie, as always, for being one of our regulars on here at Nevada Wild. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild.